As a business that cares about culture, and since we are the Times 100 best small consulting firm to work for in the UK, we wanted to share our culture with others. On this episode, financial services lead and principal consultant Lucille Knight reflects on her experience as a working mother. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Lucille Knight. I've been at Claris' firm almost a year and a half. Um, I'm leading the financial services practice. And my background is mostly in financial services, so working with banks and insurance, helping them solve operating model issues, um, regulation, all kinds of challenges. Um, and I've joined Clarissa's after my second mat leave. So I've been reflecting on, on what makes it work with me. The first, I think the first thing is knowing why I'm doing this. So I was, I knew I wanted to go back to work for a while. I wasn't sure if consulting was for me. And then, because I wanted something with more coaching. And luckily at Clarissa's there's a lot of coaching in everything we do. So that's the thing that made me think, okay, actually there is, I could see a career back into consulting, doing something I really like. Um, and I wanted to go back to work because I, I want to have a career. I obviously love the kids, but I like having something else that's my own thing where I'm not a wife and I'm not a mum. I actually do something in my own time. I think for me, there's also a big thing around being an example for the kids. And there's loads of studies that say that daughters who have a mum that works have a higher rate of going through um, higher education and getting good jobs and all that. So I kind of, there's almost like a, it's quite an engaged thing for me to do to go back to work. How does it work in practice? Everybody's talking about work-life balance. I've been talking a lot about work-life balance myself because I'm I'm coaching parents. I was coaching in my mat leave. Um, and the thing I've, I've realized or what needs to work for me, I guess, is work-life balance is not a short-term thing. It's not every day has to have the perfect work-life balance because sometimes... Um, There'll be, there'll be instances where work needs to be taking all of my time, all of my attention, but I need to balance that with moments where actually right now I'm prioritizing family of the work. So I don't look at it on a daily basis or weekly or even monthly basis sometimes, but it's always in the back of my mind, okay, if I'm taking, if I'm working really long hours for a long time, what am I gonna do to switch that priority back? Um, so that goes hand in hand with they're not apologizing for actually taking time, leaving earlier to be with the kids, saying no to meetings that are put at just too late or, or too early. Um, that's something I've had to be com- comfortable with because I'm always going to have kids and I'm going to be working for a long time. So if I spend my time feeling bad about making time for the kids, I'm, it's just going to be miserable for me. And I also think about women in the workplace who are thinking at some point they want to have kids, if they don't see us doing it right and doing it well, that's going to put them off either having kids or going back to work. And I don't want either of this to happen. And I know in the past I've struggled and I've seen women who work really well, they have this amazing career, but I've always had the perception that this is completely detrimental to their family life. So that's kind of stayed my my mind a bit. Luckily, um, at Clarice's, I get told off if I'm working late or if I'm picking up emails. I've I literally have been told off. <laughs> I was answering. I remember when I started. Actually, I was answering messages on Hangout on Wednesday, which is my day off. And and Matt told me like, "What are you doing? It's your day off. Get off." So I was like, "Okay," which is nice because it then gives you the kind of authorization to turn everything off. Um, so I think it's all about yeah, feeling, feeling enabled by the business but also 
yourself doing that and I realized in my head it's always a bigger deal like oh my god if I work late or if I'm saying yes to that late meeting it means I don't see the kids how do I do that I realized if I just say it say sorry I'm not going to do that meeting at five yeah. five to six because it means I won't see the kids and I don't want to do that tonight or this week people completely understand that I've been actually quite surprised so it's a bigger deal in your head and you once you get comfortable doing that then it's actually okay well it's actually important like I've had to think a lot about who I was I guess when I was a parent when you go back to work and you get when you're a woman it's really hard actually because everybody is is like oh so you, you kind of if you're not full-time so I work four days a week people will say things like um or they think you're not you're not as motivated or I remember people ask me the question so oh so is, is your husband helping with the kids I'm like we're both working, so he's doing his share. And we're not back in the 1950s where, where you know, this is a real exception that I'm back at work. So but the thing I was thinking through my whole soul searching of trying to be okay with feeling like I wasn't letting people down was I think I read somewhere a woman in defense of working mothers wrote something around the fact that we have kids and we're raising kids and these kids will be paying for everybody's retirement, you know, in 50 years time. So actually, we're doing society a service. So all of this made me feel like, oh, it's okay. And I should be comfortable with this. And there's other priorities though. This is actually the hardest bit I find is that, I'm again, I'm very lucky. I, I love what I do. And I thought I'd kind of lost a lot for consulting, but I love it and I'll come onto why I love it. But sometimes I don't want to turn off because I'm just in the middle of something really exciting or really thrilling. And it's hard to be like, okay, I'm turning it, up, turning it off now. I'm putting my focus on the family. but. I think it's a good problem to have. I love working with Clarices because of the type of work or the type of things I get to do on a daily basis. So there's aspects of consulting that I love and I love how I'm enabled to do them today. So things I love about consulting, I love the, first you're quite privileged because you're allowed into very kind of an intimate perspective on how businesses are run and clients trust you to help them solve things. I love the intellectual challenge of coming in and having to sort out actually what is the problem there, what's the best way to approach that. I like the challenge of stakeholders, management, and having to both build credibility and trust very quickly to be able to work with them. And I love how I'm enabled to do that because, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm trying to build, it's, it's really exciting, trying to build the financial services practice here. And I realize actually two things that are very important to me. We talk about values and things like that internally. Well, two values here, the main one being autonomy. So I feel I'm giving a lot of remit to try and innovate and, and see what works, what doesn't work, decide on the direction, build a business case, go out to the market and see really what sticks. And that's really the thing that I enjoy most is having that freedom to try things. And there's also a big investment from the business to support that. So I, I'm given the means to try things. It's not just, oh yeah, you do that, but then we're not supporting you any of that. There's a real, okay, Lisa, you think we should be talking to these customers about this particular problem. Let's go and organize a dinner. Let's go and organize something. Let's go out, let's actively grow a partner network in the industry. So I really, really love the fact that I've got this, both freedom and, and, and the fact that I'm so empowered to do that. Yeah, so actually this is a like a really good learning. Like I was saying, you know, when you go back to work after kids, you're a completely different person. And the big thing here is that the things you prioritize or value is important or stressful or that needs addressing um, are completely different. 
And before kids, loads of things I thought were important actually are not, or th- things I thought were stressful actually aren't. Um, so there's, there's a really nice kind of rebalance of actually all these burning issues aren't that burning anymore. So you're able to focus on the stuff that really does matter, really will make a difference to the project or the client or, or whatever you, you're working on. Um, which is quite a nice feeling. It kind of just puts perspective on that and you, you realize you don't need to spend all this energy worrying on tons of stuff because <laughs> because I also always say to like younger people in the company who don't have kids, and I guess I'm saying this to my younger self without kids, but like you don't know what stress is until you have kids. And it's so nice. <laughs> you know, people ask you, oh, what stresses you at work? I'm like, well, nothing stresses me at work. Although that's like sometimes I do get stressed, but it just kind of shows how work and family life are just quite different the other thing that I've also I feel I really benefit from with having kids and working is that I'm I've got a very different drive on my career so I'm still I still want to grow and I'm still as impatient and hungry and thirsty for like the next level and the next thing but it's a lot more long term I used to be very focused on like the next role and how is that going to continue to set me in the right direction but actually you realize it's not about that it's more the skills you learn and why are you doing this where do you want to be in the next five years okay well are you still on that trajectory okay so so just a different way again of spending energy to get there yeah which is all in all feels very nice at Clarisis we put a really big emphasis on growth learning development so like I said before we've got a coaching model as in terms of, of management style which means we're helping people find solutions and and find ways to help themselves get to the next level. As an example of that, even our bonuses are based on, on what we've done in the last quarter to develop. And we're really big on self-awareness, kind of being honest about things you're good at, but also things you're not so good at and what help do you need, who can help you in the business and all of this. So I thought it'd be interesting to share the couple of things I'm personally working on now. I'm working on slowing down. I have, I've always had quite a big impatience streak and I'm again very eager to get the next thing done but I realize it's not, first of all, in the long term it's really tiring because you're always riding out of steam. Um, it's also not always the the best way to solve problems. So yeah, I remember Stephen told me the other day, you need know, to slow down to go fast. And I thought that was really a really good reminder of, okay, take a step back, breathe and think, what am I trying to do here? Okay, what is the best way instead of just going next, next, next? But that also applies to longer term career things. Just stop focusing about the next level, but think, okay, in the long run, what do I want to do? Okay, what skills do you need? And then the other thing that's still definitely a work in progress is getting better at saying no to more things. So sometimes I find myself so busy and I realize, well, it's completely my own fault. I've said yes to everything. So if actually, again, if I stop, when someone's asked me, can you please help without, can you, do you want to do this? Instead of saying, yes, absolutely, let's do it tomorrow, I could say, yes, I'll do it in three weeks when I'm freer. And just kind of being okay with that. And overall saying no, because sometimes I'm not the best person to help or they already have someone who can provide the same input, so I, I'm not needed there and realize that if I'm too busy, then it's not good for anyone, so. It seems so well to say yes to lots of stuff, to be involved in loads of things, but actually if you're doing a bad job because you're stretched or you're letting people down, it's just not good. 
Well, I hope you've enjoyed this insight. Um, thank you very much for listening and I'm looking forward to the next podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Never Mind the Pain Points. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favourite podcasting app or site. We would love your feedback, so please leave a review or drop us an email at podcast.clarisys.com. And for more information about us, visit our website, clarisys.com.